another episode of the Good Night Show. I believe it is Thursday, April 2nd, and I'm glad that you are here. If you want to become a part of the show, you can contact us at any time. Give us a call at 609-644-4855. That is 609-NIGHT-55. You can uh, leave a voicemail, you can text us, or you can send us an email if you'd like. Thegoodnightpod at gmail.com is where you can do that. I want to say hello, as always, to our producer, Noah. Noah, hello. Hey, how's uh, it going? To the show. How's the week going for you so far? Are you enjoying the night? Oh, I'm enjoying the night. Today it was the first day I put in contact lenses in weeks, and <laughs> let me, I really miss them. Nice. Good. I'm yeah. glad you did that. You got to treat yourself. One of the things I've been doing is like uh, ha- have an event or something that causes you to dress as though you're going to a decent restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just feel a little bit different that day. And I think that, that that's good for us. Well, it is Thursday. And on Thursdays, we cover uh, everything in pop culture history. It can come from so many different areas as long as it's something that affects our life, usually in a media sense. It seems to be so much of our, of our pop culture comes through that way. But it can be anything. So let's get right into it. Um, March 30th of this week, Jeopardy! premiered in 1964 on NBC. It was originally hosted by Art Fleming. For anyone who wants to do a deep dive on Jeopardy!, the Wikipedia page is extensive, and you can watch episodes of Jeopardy! on Netflix. One of my uh, goals, hopefully, is when everything gets back to normal, my 90-year-old grandmother uh, will be able to come on here and visit, and I'm going to take her to a a Jeopardy! taping. Amazing. Yeah, I mean... That's like uh, taking a four-year-old to Disney World. <laughs> she would lose <laughs> Absolutely. it. Uh, also on uh, March 30th, it, it was the anniversary of the first appearance of Batman in Detective Comics number 27 in 1939. Created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, Bruce Wayne's first name came from Robert Bruce, the Scottish patriot, also known as the only person who didn't die in Braveheart. And the <laughs> last name, Wayne, comes from Re- uh, Revolutionary War General Mad Wayne Mad Anthony Wayne. I uh, feel like he probably wasn't a good guy. March 31st, uh, Tommy Boy. Here we go. It premiered in 1995 uh, on this date or that date. It grossed $8 million in its opening weekend, finishing first at the box office. Hell yeah. The film had a total box office gross of $32.7 million. Tommy Boy is a very influential movie uh, to me. We maybe we'll get into that stuff later. April first, Apple officially informed or officially formed in 1976. Steve Jobs co-founded Apple in his parents' home on Christ Drive in Los Altos, California. Although it is widely believed that the company was founded in the house's garage, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak called it "quote a bit of a myth." Uh, Steve Jobs and Wozniak or Wozniak did, however, move some operations to the garage when the bedroom became too crowded. Um, On April 1st in 1979, the Nickelodeon TV channel debuted. It began as Pinwheel in 1977, but was rebranded as Nickelodeon in 1979. It was initially commercial-free and remained without advertising until 1984. The channel's name comes from the first five-cent movie theaters called Nickelodeons. I love. I mean, Nickelodeon was such a big deal. Did you? Oh yeah. Are you too young for you can't do that on television? Uh, Ah yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it is? No. Do you know what? So when it it was like a, it was like sort of like Saturday Night Live, but with kids. And if I think if you said I don't know, 
you got slimed. That's where the slime, <laughs> that's where sliming. That's where slime was but, invented. Wow. Yeah, that, that's where it comes from. Um, they would do so many like reoccurring bits and, and sketches. I wonder, can you look and see if you can't do that on television is available? Like, can you buy like seasons of you can, or is it streaming? It was just called, you Let's can't see. do the, you can't do that on television. And it is great. I bet if I did like a watch party of some sort for that, people would dig it for oh, anybody yeah. who remembers. Um, and when it, I hope we, we eventually get to the date of uh, when they announced the Nick at night uh, mm-hmm. anniversary like when they debuted that. Cause I loved Nick at night. Oh yeah. Oh man. It's one of the reasons that wonder years is my favorite is my favorite show. They would do like these summer block parties in the mid nineties and it would be like four hours of the Wonder Years, but I remember back when it was like Dobie Gillis and Dick Van Dyke, and it was like super old shows. Uh, I wonder what Nick at Night's probably still a thing, but I bet they just show the nanny or something like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's or like yeah. wings, like shows that I'm like I don't that doesn't hold anything for me, but that's okay. Everything passes yeah. you by. On April second in 1956, as the world turns and the Edge of Night premiere on CBS. I know what as the world turns is, but I want to know what the Edge of Night is. The Same. two soaps became the first daytime dramas. Well, that's not appropriate for Edge of Night uh, to de- to debut in the 30 minute format, running for 54 years. As the world turns holds the third longest continuous run of any daytime network soap opera on an American television surpassed only by General Hospital and Guiding Light. Um, those two shows, uh, Guiding Light and As the World Turns, big staples for uh, for my grandma. Big. that I, There was a lot of growing up seeing uh, Guiding Light and, mm-hmm. and As the World Turns. I, I, yeah. Uh, it was all about, uh, in my household, my mom was really into uh, The Bold and the Beautiful, yeah. Passions. Passions? Whoa. Passions. Mm-hmm. Passions, bold and yeah. uh, days of our lives. Days of our lives mm-hmm. was the one with that had like Marlena, and mm-hmm. she became possessed by a demon. One summer, my brother Matt and I got way into watching that. Uh, and I also I feel like for probably it was like vacation or just summer break. I would always see like the Fourth of July episodes of those, and like especially as the world turns, it just made it seem like they lived in the most ideal, affluent. There was always like a party. Oh, I just wanted to be there. Um, yeah. Probably speaks to some of the trauma I was dealing with. April 3rd, <laughs> uh, 10 years ago, uh, this April 3rd, uh, I will say it again. It's also my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Diane. Happy uh, birthday, 10 Diane. years ago, in, uh, in April 2010, the first iPad was released. And that is obviously uh, showcased so much of what is our pop culture. Apple first released the tablet computers known as message pads in 1993, but discontinued them in 1998. Steve Jobs had talked publicly about creating tablet-style computers as far back as 1983. That's just real visionary stuff right there. Absolutely. Um, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into one of these topics. Yes, it is uh, pertaining to... Uh, Tommy Boy, the one that I love the most. And we'll do that when we come back. (music) 
Pierview Suites is a beachside boutique hotel on the central coast in Cayucos, California, located halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles along Highway 1, just below Big Sur and famous Hearst Castle. Their all-suite hotel combines the comforts of private residences with the amenities and services of a small resort, including ocean views, fine furnishings, private balconies, fully equipped kitchens, and daily housekeeping. Special pricing is available for any stay of 3, 7, and 30 plus nights when you call to book direct. As part of their continued commitment to provide an outstanding guest experience, Peerview Suites is excited to announce the first phase of their hotel's largest refresh to date. Deeply rooted in Central Coast tradition, their unpretentious yet modern new look will enhance the tone of their beachside community with laid-back surf vibes. All suites will offer guests a space that is intimate yet luxurious, local but inviting, evocative of the rich history of Cayucos, but in keeping with the contemporary California lifestyle. They also feature an entirely virtual front desk with automated check-in, self-checkout, and mobile keys delivered to your smartphone for easy access upon arrival. To explore the hotel and reserve your stay, please visit PeerViewSuites.com and follow PeerViewSuites on Instagram and Facebook for exclusive deals. And we are back. Uh, we're going to dig on into this. Were you able to find You Can't Do That on Television, Noah? After a cursory search, I was not able to find it streaming anywhere, but hopefully one day. Okay. All right. So as we look back, yeah, I know. It's got to be somewhere. I bet there's like YouTube videos of it, maybe. But I would Must also be. be surprised if there isn't. It feels kind mm-hmm. of forgotten. It's called You Can't Do That on Television. Make your kids watch it uh, or watch it yourself like me. So as we uh, remember our favorite things in pop culture history, I wanted to uh, kind of jumping off that point of it being the anniversary of Tommy Boy's release. I want to look at, according to Ranker, the top 50 movies starring Saturday Night Live alumni. All right. So we're going to breeze through these. We're going to go through 50. We've got some time here and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we think about how uh, they rank them. Always feel free to uh, let us know what you think of any of our shows, what you think of this list or uh, any movies that you feel like uh, should have been pl- placed on here or any pop culture stuff. If you see that there's something being an anniversary next week, let us know about it. You can call us at 609-955. That's 609-644-4855. Text us, leave us a voicemail or even email us the goodnightpod at gmail.com. Okay, so we will start here. The 50, according to Ranker, the 50th best, and there's more, it, it's more than 50, but we're going to start at 50 because we don't need to do all whatever 100 or 150 they have here. The 50th greatest, or can you see this, Noah, or am I surprising mm-hmm. you? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay, the 50th greatest SNL movie is Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, which means that it beats out Booksmart, and Avengers, I'm looking at some fi- ones that are uh, lower than 50, mm-hmm. never been kissed. I, I just. Yeah, uh, because I don't know how I feel about that. I don't. Who's doing this? I haven't even <laughs> seen Stranger Than Fiction. But also, see, Downey Jr. gets to bring in all of these Iron Mans. I don't. To me, right. I kind of want it to be com. It doesn't have to be comedy, but. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know if that counts. I don't think Iron Man counts. Yeah, I don't feel like any of that. those. Any of those can count. Or the Avengers. Because yeah. I loved Endgame. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's go from where we're starting. 50. Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. I've said what I watched I it in middle school. I liked it then. <laughs> okay. I have not uh, seen it since then. What about Everything Must Go? I didn't see that movie. That's the Will Ferrell movie where he started to wanted to do the Robin Williams transition into like right. 
I just remember him sitting on a lawn. That's all I know about it. I've never seen it. Uh, 48, Away We Go with Maya, Ru- uh, Maya Rudolph, I believe. I hate that movie. I have not seen it's that Sam one Mendes. either. Yeah, it is Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski. It's, it's so pretentious. And I love Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes is great. I just yeah. cannot stand that movie. Number 47, <laughs> Knocked Up. Number 46, uh, uh, Trainwreck. Number 45, Sisters. Number 44, this is way too low on this. Inside Out. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Amy Poehler just crushes it in that. That movie is so good. 44, that should be in the top 20 easily. Uh, 43, oh, yeah. Shrek the Third. I feel like if you're <laughs> people listening to this, I feel like you're going to have some issues with it with rancor here. But I guess these yeah. are people voting. I guess, But I mean, we all know what sure. can happen when dumb people vote. Uh, Wayne's <laughs> World 2 uh, is number 42. It's got one of my favorite lines. I say this all the time. There's a scene in Wayne's World 2 where uh, Chris Farley is like having an awkward conversation with Wayne and Garth where they, I think they like have to put on a concert. I might not have seen Wayne's world since it came out. Wayne's world two even, but, uh, and he was like, he's talking to him and it's kind of awkward. And he goes, all right, well, I'm going to go pick a fight. And they go, okay, cool. Good <laughs> luck. And to this day, if I'm in like a, you know, believe it or not, I have social anxiety. There's a lot of times where it's chit chat and stuff like gets to me. I will, um, I'll say that to people like, oh, okay, all right, well, I'm going to go pick a fight. It's always just the easiest way like out of a conversation. Uh, 41, Despicable Me 2, followed by Step Brothers. That's way too low. Step Brothers is hilarious. It's fantastic. I wonder if I can vote on these while I'm looking at it. I just don't want to. Yeah, can you just click? You do it. Vote vote up Step Brothers. I did. I did. Good. Canonically, uh, Step Brothers, uh, one of the scenes takes place in my high school because Adam McKay went to my high school about 25 years before I did. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. super cool. Uh, 39, The Other Guys, another hilarious movie. Mm-hmm. so good um under underrated i agreed really. 38 pineapple yeah. express all these should be higher baby mama is great uh 36 date night 35 super bad super bad oh, classic that's the first movie set i was ever on wow and i had dinner that night uh, like on set with seth uh, and evan and uh, jonah hill it was the wow. scene where they were shooting the party scene where he like tells yeah. her how he feels about her by the car First, yes. first movie set I was ever on. I was visiting town, and friends of friends were are friends with uh, Evan Goldberg. Thirty four Blades of Glory again. These movies better get really good because they're <laughs> these are t- way too low. Thirty three Superstar classic. Uh, Thirty two Hot Rod. I, I mean, I like I I like Andy Samberg, but it should not be that high over what we've been saying. Thirty one S- Night. Some of the people Rockstar. really love uh, Hot Rod. Okay, it's like a cult. But yeah, Shrek two at thirty. That's not. Yeah. But now here we go. Roxanne, 29. Great film. 28. This is 28. When Harry Met Sally. How is that not top 10? That's insane. Yeah. And I've never even seen it. I know. People oh, just you gotta people see. in the middle of the night listening to this show just yelled at me. Guys, <laughs> I, I want to see it, but I only get to see it once. I'm waiting for mm-hmm. that moment. Ah, that's uh, true. 27, Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. <sighs> so good. Now, yeah. technically, he was not a cast member. That's true. Oh, but, but Martin was Short Martin is in Short it. Was, yes, yeah. Martin Short was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank. Frank. Oh, yes. Everybody needs a Frank. Every <laughs> party has a pooper, and that's why we invited you. George Banks. Okay. Um, Boom. 
26 Shrek. That's fine. It was a good movie. 25 City Slickers. 24. This is Spinal Tap. Come on, people. Yeah. 23 Fletch. I wasn't even thinking about Chevy Chase in his <laughs> country. Yeah. Fletch is so good. You know, they've been trying to, trying to meet, like reboot Fletch forever. Really? Uh, Jason Lee was attached for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I think, wanted to do it. He'd be a great Fletch. Uh, 22 Black Sheep. Now, I love Chris Farley as much as anyone who really loves Chris Farley. But that is way too high on this list. Mm-hmm. That needs to be back in the 50s. Uh, 21, Mean Girls. Yes, Amy Poehler. 20, D- Talladega Nights. That feels about right. It's really good. Sure. 19, Three Amigos. Oh, that movie's so good. Classic. 18, What About Bob? Baby Steps, baby. Have you seen What About Bob, Noah? No, I, I haven't. I felt that I could tell you hadn't. You need to watch it. You know what? During this time right now, you should be watching What About Bob. Everybody okay. should. 17, it, how is this not top five? The Jerk. Yeah, oh. Absolutely. I, I laugh. I don't laugh at very many. Th- I mean, I laugh at things, but I don't like lose it at many things. And uh, I wish I did more. And um, just thinking about the scene of him taking what matters to him makes me just laugh thinking about it. Ugh. 16, The Wedding Singer. That feels about right. Uh, mm-hmm. 15, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. I think that if that was top 10, I wouldn't argue. Uh, 15 is about as low as I would put it. 14, Bridesmaids. That is such a great movie. Uh, Fantastic movie. 13, Animal House. How's that not? If we if, if yeah, Caddyshack not is not story. in the top five when we get to this, I'm going to lose it. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're just uh, checking back in, maybe you uh, went to go get a glass of water or something. We are doing the uh, best uh movies from snl alumni and we are we just did number 13 you so you're just in time for the top 10 uh national lampoon's animal house which should be top five 12 elf great i would that mm-hmm. to me that should be 10 and t- 10 to 12 is where that should be 11 beverly hills cop okay uh that's fine i wouldn't be mad if it was higher here we go this is fine 10 trading places mm-hmm. such a great movie um Absolutely. I think that's the one of my favorite lines. Merry New Year. I, I don't know. I just, I always, that's what I say instead of Happy New Year because of that movie. Number nine, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. I know this movie was huge, but I think that's way too high. I'm not it's saying it isn't compared funny. To, compared to all the other ones, yeah. sure. But I'm a bit, personally, I'm a big, big Austin Powers guy. So I'm, I love it. I'm okay with it. I think it should be like somewhere between 16 and 22 is where I think that should fall. Um, number eight, Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. That is... I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Now, we haven't gotten to things... I, mean, I haven't looked ahead. We haven't gotten to things like Old School. We haven't gotten to Caddyshack. We haven't gotten to... There was one I just also... We haven't said... I don't think we've said Wayne's World straight up yet. Um, no, not yet. Okay. We haven't gotten However, to Great Outdoors. Okay, here we go. Number seven, Wayne's World. There we go. There we go. Yeah. That's it. This movie was huge for me, man. I would run home from school and turn on MTV so that I could catch the like the uh, top 10 that had Bohemian Rhapsody on it. I know. Yes. And I, I loved this movie. So I went as Garth for Halloween. Um, I could see that. I, could I still see that. say Catch the Net. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we broke up two months ago. Catch the Net. Ugh. <laughs> There were jokes that I didn't even get at the time. I just, I love it. Absolutely. I love that movie. Number six, Absolutely. The Blues Brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that feels good. That could even, there are people who are mad that that's probably not in the top three. Um, let's see. Number five, Happy Gilmore. That should be nine or 13. A little me. farther back. But it's it's fine. It's it, I mean, it's it's really good. It's good. Absolutely. Number four, Caddyshack. Caddyshack is four. I, what are the top three? 
Yeah. All right, we're going to close it out here. Caddyshack is... Caddyshack uh, influenced me uh, a lot. (laughs) Uh, Three, Groundhog Day. Wonderful movie. Mm -hmm. Perfectly directed by Harold Ramis. Um, I believe that this was the movie that Harold Ramis and Bill Murray had a falling out on. Oh, really? Maybe shortly thereafter. And then they didn't speak until right before Harold Ramis passed away. Uh, Bill Bill went to go see him and they were able to make amends. But yeah, they went like... That was uh, almost two decades, I think, without speaking to each other. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, Number two, Tommy Boy. Okay. There you go. I love it so much. I'll be honest, personally, too high. I think it's too high um, for some other stuff on here, but that doesn't change how much I... There you go. It's big for me. It's so... Even the sad scenes, like when his dad passes away. And number one, Ghostbusters. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that they did okay. They did better in the top 10 than they did in like the rest of the list. Yeah. There were some weird ones in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some strange, some strange picks. I've never, this is, never I've never seen, I've never seen it the whole way through in one sitting. I've definitely seen the whole movie, but I've never sat down and, watched and seen it, it oh, you from should beginning do that. to end. Put yeah. The, I do, really do, should. Make a little like uh time to get to it checklist for yourself during the, during uh while we're all uh um kind of sitting uh, inside I, I, yeah i'm just sick of saying social distancing so much so uh <laughs> according to ranker uh those are the top 50 you can go and see those you can vote on them and help us change some of those i'm going to vote on the ones that i think should be higher you can go do that too if you go to ranker or just type in uh funniest movie starring saturday night live cast or cast members it should come up for you that's going to do it for us we will see all of you tomorrow tonight's episode of the good night show was produced by noah eberhart it was engineered and mixed by brendan lynch solomon with production assistance from ben zyper the theme music was composed by chad bichard and the artwork was created by cm dugan you can check out more of his work at cmdugan.com if you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash the goodnight show. There you can sign up for the goodnight show weekend edition as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, you can get a supercut of this entire week's worth of shows as well as access to the entire back catalog of the Hindsight Podcast. Three Patreon tiers are available, and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. The goodnight show is not part of any network, so all proceeds go directly to the cost and people who help keep this show on the air. Your support matters and is greatly appreciated. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel Van Kirk. And remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Good night.